I'm not a massive fan of social media. I don't often go there to look at things, but every once in a while I do find something that's quite funky. And there's a tweet I found the other day that I thought I'd share it with you. I put it on my Twitter feed here so that I don't forget. Let's have a look. Um, it's been a few days ago and I've retweeted it. It is here. It's something that uh, was posted by Lost in History, History to Learn, dedicated to the powerful fashion, makeup, people, culture of the 20th century. And they've posted something like this. It's uh, ancient Commodore 64 still being used to run an auto shop in Poland. And I thought, Yowza, that's amazing. And it looks quite funky and it, it immediately caught my eye. I've retweeted it and I did have a closer look at it and I thought well that's that's amazing what would an auto shop in this day and age do with it C64 I mean would they maybe keep client records on it or what what can you do with the Commodore 64 besides games so if it is in fact a business application I thought it's kind of an interesting idea that if they keep anything that is not related to the internet so that doesn't need an internet connection to share something so if you wanted to write invoices for example you may have to send a pdf to a client so that can't really be that um, anything that has to do with sensitive data that needs to be backed up and maybe stored off-site somewhere can't really be that because off-the-shelf Commodore 64s don't really do that either so I was wondering what they do with it so the thing is because it's in Poland the text on the screen appears to be Polish as well so I can see it says break in some line number and the dude obviously starts the program with run as we can see here and uh, there's a lot of text here that comes up I can't really make out what it says in Polish here uh, I don't speak Polish sadly but I can't tell it's certainly seen a lot of dust and some keys are indeed uh, being used so this is this could be the u key this is probably the r key so r u and then this is uh, an n key and this is something like a, perhaps a comma what is it yeah it's a comma isn't it so and the return key so those are the keys and a few number keys i can see are being used more than the other keys so obviously whatever program is running this is not utilizing the f keys here at all it also looks like uh, the thing's been on for a while because I doubt that this um, floppy disk is still doing a good job. But anyway, um, one thing that made me slightly suspicious was uh, when I looked at that phone here. I was thinking, well, so even though this tweet was made on the 9th of November 2017, in 2017, who would have a mobile phone like that? I mean, we, most of us have smartphones these days and I've uh, not really seen... Uh, non-flip-up phone with a keypad and all that. So it's very, very intriguing. I was thinking perhaps this is a photo from 10 years ago or 15 years ago and it's only now resurfaced on Twitter. Who knows? But anyway, so for days I kept thinking, so if it is an application that we can use still today, perhaps there is a market for C64 apps that are not games in this day and age. And I kept thinking, what could it be? So if we click on comments here, then we can see what's been uh, said on this. All right, there we go. So we can click on this and then we see the full thread of the 
whole conversation here and people just keep commenting on it and one guy in particular um, said well that floppy disk is no longer working um, another guy posted a link to a video on this and apparently I mean this is this is the other thing it looks like a still from a video and what does the video show us and tell us and perhaps there's a related article so I did go away and find find out what that was so this user here, Hubert Lepicki, he posted a link to a video. So if we open that in a new tab, then I was thinking, well, perhaps something comes up and no, it doesn't actually. It's just a, a page of a Polish hosting company that says, hey, obviously this is no longer working, that link. But I, of course, I didn't stop there because I really wanted to know. So it turns out the guys posted the link incorrectly. If I just go and copy this link and then paste it up here into the um, bar then I can see that he's basically just put a T at the end of HTML that shouldn't be there and if we take that away watch what happens the page actually does come up with a video and this is so funky so let's watch this thing together shall we see what happens That was exciting, wasn't it? There's also another article here that's linked at the bottom here. So if we click on that, it goes to a bigger article about that. It's got the same video embedded. And if you put all this into Google Translate, then we'll see that this guy, and there's a few more pictures up here, um, that this guy is actually running some kind of calibration machine out of it and uh, I'll leave it up to you to translate this text into English using Google Translate but the story boils down to the fact that this machine that he used like a carburetor calibration machine that would have been too expensive to buy back in the day in the late 80s early 90s and so he had one homemade and in so doing he also had a friend or a colleague or somebody who's written a dedicated program for him to be used with that calibration machine and all that was cheaper than buying one off the shelf very clever very clever I really like that and um, yeah I'll put a link to that the actual link to that video and to the article in the description of the video there's a few things that I find very interesting so first of all you know the the type of c64 this is so this is one of the very late models we can see that here by the fact that the graphics characters are printed on top of the keys rather than on the side here so it's definitely a, a c64c of the later production run so probably one that has the um, 8502 processor 8505 8185 something processor in it so not the 6510 but the later one that was also in the c128 that type of processor I did see one on eBay actually, fairly brand new from a um, upstate New York type of sale. Uh, it was too expensive, I didn't buy it. It was about $160, $170. 
considering that I bought my 128 a few years ago for only $50, I was thinking now, I can't do that, even if it is brand new. Anyway, so that's one interesting thing. So that kind of gives us the period of when this machine would have been bought. And then if we scroll forward in the video a little bit, we can see what's actually happening on the screen here. And so other than this all being Polish, um, it, it requests some kind of value. Uh, and I guess this value is coded in a way that it will uh, ask for a numeric value rather than a string value. So that's why we see that error message at the top here, redo from start. And that error message happens when you type in a string instead of a number, when the program expects a number. Very interesting stuff. So I guess the guy made a mistake putting things in. So I guess the thing requires something like, I don't know, 35.7 and you put in hello and then it'll that, that'll bring that error. It won't crash the program, it would just continuously query the whatever value that it wants. In this case, it's a numeric value. Uh, then we can also see that the program's quite clearly started with run down here. That's very interesting. So it's probably a short basic program that takes one or two parameters and then just starts the machine. Very exciting stuff, very interesting that. Also, the guy has is wearing gloves, as we can see in the video, and that uh, means he's sometimes typing the wrong key. So in this case, he's typing, he's just pressing return while he's on the ready statement, which is then giving us this error message, which is out of data error. And that happens when you use, when you just, um, when you basically hit return on ready, when the cursor is on ready and you hit return, then this command is interpreted as read Y, and that's when the error happens because there's no data statements. So that's another thing we can say about that that program there's no data lines in that program very exciting other than that I don't really know what it all means you can of course type this in to Google and and figure out what the program is asking here we guess sunny maybe we'll do that quickly here let's have a look so we want to translate uh, from Polish I guess into English and this is asking we guess Uh, we guess Zani blanking interesting DR again so this translates into quenching vibrations whatever that is and here's another one that's called Lossisk Masami let's see what that means That translates to mass bearing. Oh, what a funky program. Quenching vibrations, then mass bearing. And then the last word reads plane. So plus that means plane. So um, I don't know what that program does. But anyway, it was nice to have a look into that and also have a look at the guy's setup here. That's I find that very fascinating. I guess this thing here is not part of the setup. That is probably or maybe it is connected to the C64, I don't know. Also, does the guy have to run the program loaded from disk all the time? I mean, he seems to be doing something, but that could also be achieved by leaving the computer on all the time, because I, I'm not sure if that floppy is still actually reading data. Anyway, I thought you might get a kick out of that while, when I'm showing you this. Uh, it is uh, To me, it was kind of fascinating to see something like that commercially being run still today. And um, I'm glad I discovered it. And uh, there we go. Perhaps when you're in Poland, you can totally visit this uh, shop. 
and say hello, see if you, that, that head needs a lining somewhere. In this screenshot, we can see that the read head is actually down on the disc, so it is being used. So perhaps, presumably, when the guy comes to work in the morning, he just loads in that program whenever he needs that machine and then just runs the computer. It's just, anyway, my fantasy. Anyway, I thought you'd get a kick out of this, and um, that's it. Discovering old Commodore things in today's day and age. Very very exciting. Uh, join me next time when I'm going to show you how the world's missile launchers are still being run with Commodore pets. I'm joking, of course. If you like this video, please share it with friends, family, and total strangers. And don't forget to subscribe to my channel. I will see you next time for more schnickschnack and shenanigans. Take care.